You are listening to Exec, short for Executive Chess Podcast Number One. Welcome to Executive Chess with your host, Peter Klein. When you hear the word executive, you may think about somebody in power, senior management of a big corporation. But what I want you to do is think of the adjective executive as someone who has the power to put a plan or course of action into effect. And so we set out to embolden all of us to put a plan or course of action into effect, whether it be over a chessboard, in a business, or in life. Today we're going to consider persistence. An unrelenting persistence is one of the keys to enabling a course of action. In a chess game, imagine a complicated middle game position. Perhaps it's 20, 22 moves in, and most of the pieces are on the board. And there are good pieces, strong, uh, active knights, bishops, all in good squares, with lots of influence over the board, and perhaps some not-so-good pieces. We have knights and bishops that are blocked by pawns in bad squares. Perhaps the squares themselves. We have weak squares and structural pawn uh, deficiencies. And there are good parts and there are bad parts to our position, as would happen in any game. We really could say the same thing for uh, a business at a point in time. Uh, They have certain strengths, have certain weaknesses. Uh, some of it's external to the to the competition, to the marketplace. Some are internal to uh, their employees, to the management, to procedures and structures that they have. Uh, really, regardless of the size of the company, um, we can say a great deal about its overall position at that moment in time. One of the important factors to consider for both is that everybody wants to win. Everybody has the same heightened desire. The strong chess player desperately wants to win. Any company of any size wants to be profitable, wants to succeed. So desire, ambition uh, is at a premium, and it's shared generally. But in a real chess game with a strong fight and very competitive between two uh, good chess players, uh, it, it is a battle. It is a fight between uh, competitive forces and a battle of wills, and for the most part, evenly matched. Companies are generally in mature marketplaces with notable investment involved and very strong competition. Customers can be unforgiving. Regulation safeguards can be difficult. And liability and litigation can be an ongoing concern. And so we see some common ground in competition of all varieties. Within this common ground of competition, there is an interesting aside. Most chess players have no regard for the amateur player who is certain of tricks, traps, their own unique little strategy that they've created that's going to make a huge difference or going to win the game quickly. It smells of the get-rich-quick scheme that offers a gimmick ultimately is not going to work. Every strong chess player will be able to tell you that chess has been around for 1,500 years and that computers have been involved in chess analysis for at least 50. And so while it's too harsh to say there's nothing new under the sun, uh, there certainly is no quick, gimmicky 
strategy which is going to uh, unnerve or surprise uh, a seasoned chess player. In a real chess game that's evenly matched, both players are going to be looking for small ways to improve their position. In a competitive company, movement comes from both internal and external steps that are small and incremental, bolsters their strength, and reduces their weaknesses. We can, in fact, look at a chess player's strengths and weaknesses, their knowledge and their skills in the same way. They have a list of these strengths in their game and weaknesses or holes in their knowledge, which at a point in time can be evaluated. Now, just for contrast, let's compare it to one of those reality talent shows or singing competitions that we've all seen. A contestant on that show, some young person is told that they are amazing, that they're incredibly talented, that they have some kinds of natural ability, which is an incredible strength in that area. Often the true strengths and weaknesses of that singer don't make a compelling part of the story that's trying to be told. Quite often there is a overnight success component to the story and certainly most of it's in the packaging of how it's presented in order to tell that story. The strengths or abilities of that singer is relative to the context of the competition. In the same way we can't evaluate a chess position, a chess player, uh, a corporate entity, a small business, or even an individual professional without looking at the context for measuring those strengths and weaknesses. The strengths and weaknesses of a company, regardless of its size, is going to be set within a context of competitive pressure or marketplace constraints. For the individual professional, their strengths and weaknesses would be relative to where they are in their professional career. What does their competition look like? What is required of them at whatever level they're serving at in their given role? In chess, the strengths and weaknesses of a given game position may be relative to a common theme or a strategic initiative that is occurring currently in the game. For the individual chess player, their strengths and weaknesses would drive a context of their current rating strength or the level of skill they're playing at. This exploration brings us to our first major point, that the true enabling of persistence comes from creating those fundamental areas that are at the heart of our entity's context, their level, their needs, and ultimately, one might even say their truth. For the journey, for the path of the individual, of the corporation, of the small business, it becomes their truth, their need. For greater clarity, let's compare persistence with the often cited idea of heart, perhaps player resilience, a company's will to survive, individual aspirations and dreams. These are often confused with persistence, and they certainly have their place. Heart, resilience, and will can help an entity through the most difficult times. Goals, dreams, and desires can add fuel to motivation. But let's not confuse it for persistence in our key areas of strength and weaknesses. One possible deviation where this exists, and often concepts like these are confused, is where the entity is playing not to lose. My heart says I will never quit. That small business will never close. I desperately want great success. 
or even the expression of my position is easily defended. But within the technical nature of the competition and the framework of its very nature, what is that entity doing to create and increase their opportunities for success? Each entity has key areas at the heart of their opportunity for success that are set by their strengths and weaknesses in the context of their level in the environment in which they operate. And thus the call to action really becomes, for example, improving the pieces within a given position will strengthen that position overall. Focusing on internal operational concerns within a company is going to strengthen that company overall. A chess player's strengths and weaknesses will determine their areas of focus requiring persistence and it will be different for players from the amateur to club to master strength. A growing professional, well-trained, may have very small areas with careful detail needed in order to improve their role overall. One of the interesting dynamics is that often these areas of focus can be unrelated to that big break or that unusual event or that outlier opportunity that emerges that puts someone on a new trajectory. So that young contestant wins a major singing competition or hits it really big. But then when the competition is over, those same focus of key skills that are needed may require the same persistence that they did before the competition. It just gave them a new opportunity. We can compare this to a common trajectory where a performer hones their craft ascertains their strengths and weaknesses, and persists to improve, to address them, to understand the context in which they're in, before that big break, that new opportunity, that dramatic change in the, the path of their journey occurs. But for one of the winners in that big competition, now all of a sudden voice talent becomes secondary to areas of focus, including perhaps things like business knowledge or creative insight or self-awareness to set their brand or even the rigors of touring. It, of course, is often the less glamorous part of the success story. And it's only after the fairytale ending that the hardest and most persistent part of the work that's required uh, begins or perhaps evolves. Identifying your areas requires focus, attention, and persistence. But now for the second major point, each of these areas of focus must require a measure of growth. By contrast, people often confuse hitting it big or individuals with adding certain credentials, chess players, a specific rating, and company with target total sales for a given period. But let's be clear, if we are transitioning to key areas being our focus and our persistence, then those key areas must have a measure of growth if the overall effort is to succeed. Certainly there's a strong element here of focus on the preparation and the performance will take care of itself. But the immediate impact is that if persistence is not maintained in that preparation, with an eye and a real benchmarks to growth, then it has the possibility of devolving into merely maintenance. 
In practice, where do we see persistence? On the chessboard, we may free up our position, try to gain more space, and mobilize our pieces to a situation where we've created some kind of imbalance which allows an attack to emerge. The individual professional may spend a variable amount of time in getting comfortable with a certain skill or increasing their knowledge in a point of theory or law or accounting procedure or even minimizing some sort of disruptive force in the regular day-to-day work that would improve their overall uh, quality of life. An opportunity for persistence arises for that chess player who recognizes that if they commonly get into a certain type of problem at one point coming out of an opening that they play or misses one particular move in a three or four move combination that they simply didn't see. A company may have one problem with a particular supplier for one component for something that it manufactures, or it's wrestling with high employee turnover, or dramatic fluctuations in their uh, supply of many items sold. An entertainer may have small things to the overall process, but wrestling with how do they handle a press during an interview or how do they re-energize and de-stress during a long tour. All of these really are examples of key areas where they may be within the central process or outside of it, but a persistence to address them can improve the overall chances of success. We can even compare this to another outlier, such as a athlete that rises to that next level of competition where it's a brand new environment of speed and strength that they didn't have to particularly deal with before. In chess, we have this saying, every rating level that is achieved has to be earned twice. A strong growth in a series of performance may in fact result in being designated to a new level. In chess, of course, we call each of these a rating level, and they occur approximately every 200 rating points up to a certain point. And, of course, the most classic one would be kicking over a certain rating and being designated a master. Uh, You would find yourself in a brand new category. This new group includes other masters. All the competition is tough, and you end up losing a significant number of games, getting knocked down to the previous group, hence the having to earn it twice. But this is also an opportunity for persistence because you have to recognize what the skill and knowledge of another chess master is and you better develop them quickly if you don't have them already. So part of this is the fact that the previous set of skill and knowledge and the previous level aren't applicable here and perhaps something which was sufficient in school or in a previous environment is simply not sufficient but also Everyone around you has a heightened skill and knowledge level that you're now competing with. One of the interesting dynamics for that young singing uh, contestant is one minute you're being judged by a panel of seasoned professionals, and I'm certain the next minute it's very surreal to be out touring among them or competing with them for concert dollars and uh, attention in the industry. Because of this new environment, perhaps things like commercial viability of the music and entertainment value of a given tour or concert may take a higher priority or require a different 
persistent focus than singing voice or song selection. Because of the shifting environment, perhaps a chess player has to shift their attention and their persistence to endurance and fitness and meeting the aggressiveness of a young player and other non-chess related distractions. Perhaps a company will hit it big with a brand new product or a brand new attention. And all of a sudden that rising uh, company with increasing market share may find itself facing a different experience with brand new competition, copycat products, and changes that really get to altering their procedure in order to compete. But the strength of persistence in looking at key areas of focus is no matter how much changing the environment is or the changing of the entity, you can look at it from a point in time and say, what are the knowledges and skills that we need to in order to compete at this point moving forward? Persistence in those key areas must still be measured and set by growth and real benchmarks along the way. Within this model, within this mechanism, if growth is not translating to overall improved results, then we have to ask the question as to whether we are including the right key areas or additional key areas are needed. There is an interesting dynamic here. The real power of unrelenting persistence in these area of focus is that microgrowth to a new level doesn't even have to bring about epic change or monumental growth. In fact, notable growth in a given areas provides a new perspective in which we can now view the landscape. In chess, perhaps three or four moves, five moves, six moves, that improve the mobility of two of our minor pieces may dramatically change potential plans. For a large corporation, perhaps improved procedural controls internally will allow one new product line. A chess player often gains a perspective on a different part of the game from an unexpected area. I can spend an unrelenting persistence on something like space on the chessboard, and then all of a sudden a new appreciation for the speed of an attack may open up. For a professional, it is only when the comfort level with a given procedure or method that really a subspecialty or a special role within a team kind of blossoms. Many people don't often go into that specialty or assume that specialty kind of role, but that understanding, that knowledge is never wasted and can become a key component in understanding the bigger picture when moving into more of a management sort of role. In project work, such as with an entertainer, persistent focus on key areas of that new project may convey a level of detail that leads to new projects and where they might not have been envisioned for a previous role or a combination with a duet with somebody else all of a sudden becomes crystal clear. Interestingly enough, this approach of a new perspective influencing the course of action may give an illusion of no larger plan or strategic approach, but the designer still starts with a drawing or a mock-up. The chess position has some structural constraints. It has distinct momentum 
throughout that phase of the middle game that still are present. A chess player may have larger goals within a game to look for certain aspects such as complexity or king safety that are still a factor in the ongoing decisions. But this persistence leading to brand new perspectives can aid uh, increased adaptability and flexibility overall and can really lead to a resilience to meet adversity down the road. So for a minute, let's sit back and look at the features of this idea that we've created from exploration and persistence. Unrelenting persistence in key areas set by our current strengths and weaknesses in the context of where we are seeking success will energize a course of action. There are three key takeaways from this idea that we've created. Persistence is focused in the creation of key areas that currently must form the basis of our attention, our needs, even our identity, and the entity's truth. The attitude of this approach, or even the depth, is like any other journey where it must be ingrained to the point where mere survival or very real dangers are taken into account. The second key takeaway is that every area of focus from our strengths and weaknesses requires real measures of growth and even embracing of growth as an attitude. Lastly, real growth in certain key areas resulting from a persistent approach can lead to a new level with new perspectives or viewpoint. This new slightly elevated position coupled with real growth may open additional insights to strengths and weaknesses, or at least opportunities in new key areas, or insights into the impact of those key areas within the larger picture. This emerging mechanism makes persistence unrelenting and opportunities expand. And rather than this effect being feared or the participant being feeling overwhelmed, it actually emboldens the progress of the course of action. It is important to keep in mind that very rarely is growth linear. And in fact, new key areas uh, may come in smaller or slightly uh, greater numbers, uh, especially when we start talking about brand new context and a heightened level of competition. I hope that insight into a persistent approach and this mechanism propels you further along the path of your journey. Thank you so much for listening to my first podcast. Please check me out at exechess.com or drop me a note, info at exechess.com. Thanks again and take care.